0: Hey guys, welcome back to Financial Flex with Legs. Let's change the way we talk about money. I'm your host, Alex, and happy Tuesday. All right, you guys, so today's episode, I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. It is something a little out of the norm, but I merge my obsession with true crime and my love for personal finance to bring you the story of Anna Delvey, aka Anna Sorokin. So I remember when this story first broke about two years ago and I remember just being at work just so engrossed in the story and I was like this girl looks so innocent. How is she able to scam you know people and banks out of hundreds of thousands of dollars just to keep up an appearance essentially and just to kind of portray someone that she wasn't in all honesty. And so I thought, you know what, there's a lot of people who may not know this story. uh, So why not share it? So buckle in. This is the story of Anna Delvey. Hope you enjoy. In 1991, Anna Sorkin was born. She was raised by two working-class parents. Her dad at the time was a truck driver and her mom owned a small convenience store, but once Anna was born, she became a stay-at-home mom. In an article that I read by the Daily Mail, classmates remember Sorokin as a really smart girl who loved fashion. Pretty normal. She even earned the nickname Barbie because she was like obsessed with clothes. And like any teenage girl growing up in the 2000s, her favorite movie was, yes, Mean Girls. She found the main characters to be inspirational and relatable. And honestly, she wasn't wrong because Mean Girls is iconic she graduated high school in 2011 and she ended up leaving germany to attend college in london at central saint martin's college she dropped out only after a year and returned back to germany i couldn't really find out why she ended up leaving london and um coming back home to Germany but she ended up interning at a PR firm before landing a coveted internship at Purple Magazine which is actually headquartered in Paris and so this pivotal moment would be where Anna Sorkin ceased to exist and Anna Delvey was born. So the year is 2013 and Anna Delvey has arrived in New York City the once small town Russian girl had transformed herself into the city's number one ick girl. Like designer clothes, lavish living. I mean, her home was the 11 Howard Hotel located in Soho. And I did some internet sleuthing and a stay at this hotel is like $400 a night. And, you know, that's not jump change. Like, she was living there for months. Like, I want to say nine to ten months. So, I can't do the math, but you can just imagine how much money that is. So, at the time, a woman named Nefatari Davis, um, she was working as a concierge clerk at the hotel. Um, she was, an, or she still is, rather, an aspiring filmmaker. And her and Anna, you know, kind of formed this friendship like this super unlikely friendship um according to Davis Anna would give her hundred dollar bills literally just for hanging out with her obviously like she wouldn't do it you know outright like hey I'm hanging out with you and I'm gonna pay you after she would kind of be a little more coy so she'd be like oh like what are some really good places to eat around here or like what are the best like you know nightclubs you know just pre-covid things and Nefertari would tell her but i think after a while Nefertari kind of started to see that like okay this girl she doesn't need my advice on where to go to like dine i think she's just lonely so they became they became really close friends and so after pretty much every conversation anna would just slide her a little you know a little hundred for hanging out with her essentially Now, we all know that, like, New York City is the city, and Anna was fitting right in. She attended fancy dinner parties and cozied up to the city's wealthiest and most elite members of society. In the same article by The Cut, written by Jessica Priestler, Nefertari recalls going to a dinner party with Anna and sitting next to Macaulay Culkin, like Home Alone, Michael Jackson's friend Macaulay Culkin crazy at the time everyone around her really had no idea where Anna's like wealth was coming from she told some people that her dad ran a business producing solar panels others thought her dad was a Russian diplomat or maybe like an industry titan and honestly others didn't really look into it that much because she always just seemed good for it she was like you know she looked the part, so they didn't even second-guess it. Even though Anna looked the part, she definitely wasn't this wealthy socialite that she was letting everyone believe. She would actually scam friends um, into paying for trips for her. So after a while, though, people started to kind of notice how Anna would only pay for things in cash and... She always seemed to have people pay for her expenses via credit card, but I mean, like Anna, isn't stupid. She wouldn't. She would kind of play it off. So she would pretend like she forgot her wallet at home and be like, "Oh, just you know, pay for this on your on your credit card. I promise, I'll pay you back." In one instance, she had proposed a trip to Venice, um, with this guy named Michael Hong, who was an art collector. And he recalled having to put the hotel and plane tickets for their trip to Venice on his credit card and never getting that money back from her. And I guess because, you know, he was super wealthy and super rich, you know, $3,000 was kind of chump change to him. And, you know, he forgot. But he did notice that on the trip, Anna was paying for everything in cash, no card in sight. And speaking of no card in sight, that's when things really started to kind of crumble with Anna. Was when the 11 Howard Hotel realized that they didn't have a credit card on file for her and she owed the hotel $30,000. She then fled to another hotel named the Beckman and charged $11,000 with no card on file after she was found out at the 11 Howard, which just blows my mind because. I feel like every time you make reservations to stay at a hotel, you have to provide like a credit card information or even like a debit card information. So I don't know how she was able to check in with no credit card on file. So if you're wondering, okay, how was she able to fund her lifestyle if she came from working class parents, had no money, wasn't a socialite? Like I said earlier, she would steal from her friends using their credit cards, there is another example in the article by the cut where she had gone to a trip she'd gone to a trip overseas and she basically tried to scam a friend back in the states uh, by having her pay for her trip and you know scam she scammed her friend out of sixty thousand dollars and essentially got someone to fund her for this trip overseas and she would also, Defraud banks. So, how she would do this is by claiming a net worth. So, she claimed a net worth of around $60 million and just to get a loan for, let's say, $22 million. And then she would do the same thing again, still claim the same net worth of $60 million, but then she would try for a higher amount, so like $50 million. But of course, The bank always wanted to make sure that she was good for the money and obviously she wasn't. So somehow she turned on her charm and she was able to get a hundred thousand dollar line of credit, which made it appear like she was, you know, good for this really large amount of money. And so when the bank wanted to fly out to see her just to really, really make sure that, you know, this person is who she says she is, because this is a lot of money, She got scared and canceled everything but not before using $55,000 that was already in her possession to go on a shopping spring. And then along with frauding the banks she also used bad checks so she was able to get her hands on around $160,000 and was able to withdraw $70,000. Like all good things or not so good things they come to an end and so after she was arrested she went through a month-long trial and was found guilty her charges were the following theft services second degree larceny and attempted first degree larceny um she was acquitted of the charge against her like defrauding her friend of like sixty thousand dollars that like never went to trial i don't believe um She served four years in prison. I know she served some time in Rikers as trial was going on, but she eventually got moved out of Rikers and into another facility. Her visa has expired, and so she's now facing deportation. But I'm sure you all could have guessed it. Netflix is actually working on a movie based on Anna's life right now. So we haven't heard the last of Anna Delvey.